Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. You know, they say that nothing in life is free. Yeah, that seems like the truth. Then how do you explain what you did today? Well, if you weren't paying for T-Mobile phone service, T-Mobile wouldn't give you gifts. Except that every single person on the plan could get a free gift. Hmm. But free implies you didn't have to give them anything to get anything. Mm, I don't see that as the truth. So when you go to the grocery store and they have buy one, get one free, it's not free because you bought one? Not in the ec- did you economical pay, did, sense. Did you pay for the thing you got today? No, but you had to buy another one to get that. You so essentially you did have to pay something to get it. But it's still free. The words were the words were nothing in life is free. Nothing. Well, I got a free cookie when I bought one, so the cookie was free. It costs a dollar every other day, but I so I got two cookies and it should have cost me two dollars, but it only cost me a dollar, so one of them was free. But the saying is implying saying is implying that you have to give something to get anything and nothing in life is truly free with no cost at all. I still don't agree with that. I got a free car wash. I eh. guess we disagree co- on this one. It, it literally cost me nothing, though. I got a car wash for free. What did I pay for that car wash? What did I give in return for that car wash? I don't know, but we weren't talking about the car wash. We were talking about Yogi's fancy new bow tie. But we're talking about nothing (laughs) in life is... We're talking about nothing in life is free. Clearly, some things in life are free. As like I said, I got a free car wash. I wouldn't have gotten a free car wash if nothing in life was free. And it it also defeats your argument... That you only get free things when you give something up first. Not true. I dr- I didn't even have to give them my name, address, phone number, email address, nothing. I drove in, pushed a button, it gave me a ticket, and I had a car wash. That's it. They took Doesn't your fingerprints. That's how it matters. <laughs> Doesn't know who I am. Yeah, way to reach. But anyway, you didn't say what you went and did. Ask the question, and you never answered it. You didn't ask the question. Butthead. Yes, I did. I asked you, what did you get? Dude, I asked you, what did you get today? And I already said, I went to T-Mobile and got Yogi a fancy new bow tie. No, I actually never heard you say that. (laughs) Just like I never heard you ask the question. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, so tell us what you did. I went. To T-Mobile, because it's T-Mobile Tuesday, and got Yogi a free bow tie, because it's National Pet Week. And what does a bow tie look like? It's pink, and kind of fruity. And how big it's is it? Yogi-sized. It's Why a pint-sized it bow tie, because T-Mobile's colors are pink. 
Why are their colors pink? <sighs> because you're obnoxious. You know, something just dawned on me. There's like a pink movement going on. You know what else is pink when you drive around? Oh, what is that what? company now? I can't think of it. It's not AutoNation because they're out of business. But one of the car companies, like they mostly, they're like CarMax. They sell like newer used cars. And all of the license plate holders that leave that place are pink. I'm looking. Hold on. I can't remember what it is. And I see them all the time. Well, and Lyft is pink. Yeah, Lyft is pink. Huh. So, I don't know. I sure hope the audio from this town set turns out better than I think it's going to turn out because you keep dropping out. Well, that's not good. Should we start again? Well, no, because it's supposed to record it all locally. Oh, well, okay. And then push it up. So the whole point of using a system is it doesn't matter if it does that, but I'm hoping that it actually works. We'll see. Okay, I'll doke. Find out. Um, well, while you were at home lounging on the couch, <laughs> playing with the dog. <laughs> is that what I did today? Uh, <laughs> and going around getting um, free but not so free uh, bow ties for our dog. Um, I was sitting in a classroom all day, <laughs> listening to some very sarcastic guy talk. Oh, was he very sarcastic? Yes. Did that at least make it more and, entertaining? Well, it is entertaining, but Paul and I agreed on something. Like at one point, he was talking about um, how all they care about is that you sold the software. You can charge whatever you want to charge for things. If you if their thing is $5,000 a month, you can charge $7,000 a month. They don't care as long as they get paid their $5,000 a month. And they literally were like dismissive of your end of the partnership. Wow. It was, it was a little offensive. Huh. That's yeah, a good offense. Odd. That's... Oh, no, I agree. It was, a, it was a bit offensive. I didn't like it very much. <laughs> he agreed. He mentioned it to me. He said he was offended by it. Yeah. Interesting. That's kind of. Because he also pointed out it's kind of what? Kind of uncomfortable. I I get why he, you were offended. When he pointed out that, like, what, you know, we're the ones selling the software. Right. So what money are they making if we don't sell the software? None. And yet they're going to act like. We don't matter. I don't know. It was, it was interesting. It rubbed me the wrong way. It rubbed him the wrong way. And then like I was telling you, like the timing of things. Um, here, here's your new demo account. Here, spend 30 minutes looking up these five things. And literally, one of them was to look up a company name. You quite literally type in the um, search box, V-E-N colon space, and the name of the first four letters of the company comes up. Then it was switch to blah, 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 roll, and look for the procurement tab. So you switch roles, and it changes the display of the software because that role only has access to certain things versus the other role that had access to other things. And you switch it, and, oh, look, there's a procurement tab now that wasn't there before. Um, <laughs> and then there was, like, three other things like that, and that was that. And we were supposed to sit there for a half an hour and deal with that. So they essentially treated you like you were dumb. 
Well, right. And it was sort of um, frustrating because you, most of the people in the room and how it seemed anyway, have had lots of years experience selling their software and working with their software. Huh. So to treat people like that was just really weird. So I'm hoping that tomorrow isn't more of the same because the one thing that was pretty cool is they're trying to teach you that they have, they have a process and their process is aimed at narrowing down. Like they have this, they have this, um, value values assessment chart. Okay. And it has like a bunch of key points going down and then it has like level, almost like level of satisfaction going across. Okay. And you're supposed to be assessing their feelings about that issue. And what you do is you bring like the key stakeholders into the room and you ask them, okay, um, financials, how would you say your current situation is? You know, um, how would you say it's, um, Okay. Would you say it's marginal? Would you say it's competitive? Would you say it's best in class? Would you say it's, uh, I can't read the rest. And then, then they give some examples. And then they show you under like marginal, like for, uh, what's finance? Well, let's look at commerce. So, um, Moderate would be you have legacy e-commerce. You got old e-commerce style site where it's not linked to your CRM and limited presence. Then competitive is simple search, basic checkout, disconnected and disjointed data. So you're still not connected. Then best in classes, um, single platform, B2B and B2C, no mobile. And then it just gets better as you go up, right? So the idea is to get the key stakeholders in a room ask them how they feel about those things um, and where they feel they're at. And then when you're done, then you go back and you have them tell you what their priority is. So if e-commerce is their number one priority, then that's probably something you're going to want to work on with them because your objective is to take all of the features that they want to roll up into this new software okay, and roll it out in segments. And so they call that the stairway. So you, you group like, all right, I'm going to do these 50 things in the first hundred days. Then I'm going to do these 20 things in the next hundred days, et cetera. You know, and you, and you roll it out. And the idea being don't make too many changes at one time. Okay. So that, so that the client doesn't like, cause can you imagine if, we were running our company, you know, let's say five years from now, you know, we're running our business and we've got like 50 employees all around the world and we have all this business coming in and we're still using our wave accounting software, but we realize that like, well, it doesn't really do what we need anymore. We're, we're too big. And so we decide to use this software, but we just change everything overnight. Right. That's a pain. That's a painful thing for a company to do. Yeah, no kidding. Because all of your processor cha- processors are changing immediately with no right, no time transition. to adapt to it, train, no time to train, no time to make sure it's fitting. And so, what I'm getting at the reason I mentioned this whole analysis is that they did this really cool thing. So, like, 
they give you at the beginning of the day, they gave us this single sheet of paper and I was talking about a case study about a fictitious company and it even names names and it was a family owned business and the CFO is the daughter and her husband is the IT director and they hired this controller from outside of the company. And so you have the two of them in a room. And so in the beginning, you just read about, you know, the company and you learn a little bit about them. And uh, then you go into the second segment of the day. They gave us a lot of even more information about the company. Like, you know, they did an analysis and they feel like their financial reports aren't as good, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then you, we had to role play. One person had to be the CFO, one person had to be the controller, and one person had to be the salesperson. And you have to walk them through this value chain assessment. And the idea, of course, is to show them that, look, this is where you say you are, and this is where NetSuite can take you. Well, that actually sounds pretty and cool. Exactly. And it's exactly where you want to be taken. Well, it is cool because it sets them up for the sales pitch. Right. Huh. And you kind of get, you kind of get buy-in to the fact that there's a problem. But what was really interesting was that in the role play, they tell you for each one of the value chain assessments, they tell you what your character thinks about that issue. And so out of, let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine issues. Two of them, the two people agreed on. The other seven, they completely disagreed. Wow. And it's the typical, you know, I'm, I'm in the family business. I've been running this family business for a long time. And I'm the one in charge here. And you're the outsider. But you're the outsider. So you actually are looking at it through um, regular glasses, whereas I'm looking at it through rose-colored glasses. You know, it was just interesting. And, like, they set it up that way so that you could learn... So, like, how do you deal with this situation? Is there any possibility? Because what you're trying to do, before you even show them the software, you're trying to find out do they even need the software. Like, is it something they really need? Do you want to know something interesting? The the yeah. book that I'm helping my one client create, um, her, what she teaches is very similar to, like, uses very similar activities as that because she's teaching, like, how to better manage an organization. And one of her main strategies mm -hmm. is to see things from the other members of the organization's perspective. And so right. one of her, you know, because I've been reading through her courses to help her write this book, and one of her main activities is doing pretty much exactly what you just said. As a big old group. Yeah, it's really, it's really smart because, because you set up like a realistic expectation of what the situation is. I remember... I remember when I worked for restaurants on the run years ago, we would um, have those vital factor team meetings as an executive team. And we would discuss issues and like they'd put things up on the board. And then as a group, we would vote which one was most important to us. And then in the end, whichever one had the most votes was the one we tackled first. Interesting. That's and well, and if, and if you think about it, though, it's smart because you're taking the thing that matters the most to your entire team. And that's what you're tackling. Which makes perfect sense. And then what you're supposed to do with this analysis 
is remember when I just said that they do things in steps? Well, that's how you organize what you're going to do first, what you're going to do next, what you're going to do next. Because the idea is that at the end of 100 days, the customer is on the system and working. It takes 100 days? So, oh, yeah, it used to take six months to deploy. Interesting. Now they get it done in 100 days. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking, because I remember the first NetSuite deployment that you did, and it was expected to take six months to a year. Yeah. So 100 days actually seemed short in my head. Yeah. And, but here's the thing. You know, when you, when you go across the, the ladder, for instance, um, you might do, like, in the initial area, you might change up the financial reporting. You might add in order management, inventory control, a company-wide CRM. Then after that's done, you add the e-commerce components and you add like um, supplier and customer um, experience management. And then when that's done, you can add like supply chain automation. And then when that's done, you can add like warehouse management system, huh. etc. And you step up a stairway and the idea being that, you know, it's a big, it's a big investment. You, one of the things that's sort of a weakness to the way this software plan works is you have to initially, their model is you pay for the software and you pay for the users separately. So initially you pay for the software. It comes with like five users, I think. And so initially, only your development team is in that software working and getting things set up the way they want, loading the correct packages and configuring the correct packages. And then when you do finish that first phase, they can step in and start using it for their financials and for this and for that and get the basics of their business up and running on the software, continue to use their other systems that are in place while you're finishing up the second step and slowly you eliminate all the external systems and you merge it all into this one system. Interesting. But it gets them up faster. And the point being, it costs about $6,000 a month for this software. Uh -huh. So who wants to pay $6,000 a month for an entire year and not be able to use the software? Well, no one. And so what they found and they call this approach sweet success. Oh, I see. Now, there's more, there's more to it than just an approach. It's kind of a methodology along with packages. Like one of the things that they've done is this, okay? You're, you're, you used to get the software and you would, if you had multiple subsidiaries, you'd have to get one version. And if you didn't, you'd get the other version. Now it's all one version and you just don't turn on the multiple subsidiaries part and you don't pay the license fee for the multiple subsidiaries part until you need it. Then you, you want warehouse management system, but you're not ready to roll it out yet. Great. Don't pay the licensing fee for that. It stays turned off until you're ready. Turn it off. Interesting. Then you pay license. You, you exchange cash with them. They, they allow you to turn that feature on one step. Well, I think that. that's pretty darn smart. And, it is. It's much smarter because it's all in one thing. And that's also what enables you to deploy things much, 
much faster. Because you can focus on one thing. Right, you focus on one thing, and then when you turn on the subsidiaries, it all just works together. Interesting. And now there's like this methodology to doing it. One of the things I'll show you when I'm home is they gave us like this. You ever heard of Box.com? Boxed? No. Box, B-O-X. It's it's like a Dropbox, only mostly businesses use it for like internal document sharing. Okay. And they go in there and they'll create like folders and whatever, and then they can give permissions to certain people to like read the documents. Some people can edit the documents, etc. Well, they give us this folder full of like, there's like five folders and an explanation file. And then you go into the folders and there's like, oh, are you trying to sell this to a software company? Well, here is our white paper on why it works for software companies. And as you go through it, and here, get this, as you go through it, it tells them best practices. Okay, so you wanna do this? Well, here, we have found that the best way to handle that is to do X, Y, Z. And that's the set part of the sales pitch that you present to the people. Not only that, they create and maintain demo videos of the software. And they're specifically aimed at different verticals. So software, manufacturing, warehouse, distribution, et cetera. And then all you do is you go through the initial process. You have a conversation, like I Uh explained, then you ask them, are they, do they agree that, that this is probably still an option? If they say yes, then you send them the demo and then it shows them how, Oh, look, you said your financial reporting was weak. Well, look at our financial reporting. Look what you can do with it. And so what you're doing is you're showing, you're getting them to admit to the weaknesses in their business. And then you're showing them how the software can solve all of those weaknesses. So you've brought them to the surface. And so they can no longer be like, oh, well, that's wonderful, but I don't really need that. Well, you just told us you did. Interesting. And they were saying that it went from, they would close 24 four percent of their sales uh-huh. cycles and now they're closing now they're closing 49 crazy approach. yeah well it's kind of neat he recommend he recommended a book about the sales process that i think i'm going to pick up well make sure you check and see if it's on kindle unlimited first <laughs> yeah of course but it's kind of interesting you know the whole that part really got got me and intrigued me because they were teaching us an approach. But now you can understand why today was kind of long and you know drawn out because he was teaching you the pillars, and tomorrow we're supposed to have like the actual hands on. Oh, so do does that mean things. that Thursday is the assessment? Thursday will at the end of the day we'll have an assessment. Interesting. Right? But get this. We were both laughing at this. So they've got all these documents that are designed and continually updated. And like he kept saying, don't download these documents and use them or you will be embarrassed. And what he means is you're going to go to a customer and you're going to show them that this, that, the other thing is happening and they've changed the software and you didn't give them the updated document because you downloaded it six months ago. Uh... Instead, you grab it, you grab the current version in there every time then you're good well 
get this, in order to calculate the pricing of the items, now this is a huge company. They have a cloud-based ERP system. They have 2,500 employees just working in this city alone. They have all that documentation built. They've got this whole sales approach built. And the pricing is in an Excel spreadsheet. What? Come on now. <laughs> we laughed our booty Why off. Why do they not have a that. thing? They just need a configurator. That's what they need, but we laughed our butts off on us like that. We laughed our butts off. So it was, it was intriguing, and clearly I learned something. Well, it sounds like you learned more about sales than you did about NetSuite. Yeah, well, that's the whole point of Sweet Success is learn how to sell a program. When it's all over, our company will be able to sell Did you know this when you were going in? Hell no. Interesting. Then, then I'll tell you about my almost <laughs> everyone will be in. Everyone would be interested in this, though. You know, I'm, all, I'm on the all-meat diet. Um, and by the way, today is the first day that... So, we, because I'm in training and we're not really supposed to eat, like, a lot of food in there, you can, like, have a snack or whatever, and there's nothing uh -huh. to snack on. Um, uh, I pretty much went from, like, breakfast time until lunchtime with no food, and then, you know, ate at lunch, and then that was at noon, and then we went all the way to, like, 6 o'clock without food. So, I was feeling pretty weak, okay. first time ever, honestly. And so, um, the guy I'm with says... You know, oh, since you're on the all-meat diet here, let's see. This place looks good. It's a butcher shop and dinner club. And we're like, oh, okay, let's go try it. it. Sounds interesting. It was half a mile away from where we're staying. So we walked there. And we get inside. I'm looking at the menu. At the very bottom of the menu, it explains that um, certain items might not be available because they hunt their food. That's alarming. And so, needless to say, there was venison on the menu. Was this um, stuff was... like venison super expensive as well? Pretty much nothing was less than $25. A plate. That's expensive for deer. Like, really expensive for deer. And, and then the wild boar, <laughs> $84 for a wild That's boar. That's super apt. Did you at least get, would you at least get like sides and stuff with it, or is it just the steak and then you have to buy your own sides again on the side? Yeah. You know, it, that, exactly. You had to buy your own. That's side. crazy. If you're going to spend the money on a steak, they should at least give you your freaking sides with it. Well, if you're going to spend that much money, yes, you're right. So we ended up, um, we were going to then, our final decision was we were going to call an Uber and we were going to go to downtown proper okay. and just, because there was billions of restaurants downtown. They have this really neat area here where there's, Lots of like nightclubs and stuff. In fact, there's a website that you can go to and it will tell you what's going on tonight. Like everything here is revolving around music and food. It's pretty cool. And so we were going to do that. And then when, for some reason, when he was looking for restaurants, he found a place that was like, you know, a tenth of a okay. mile away. And we're like, well, hell, it's right across the street over there. And it was like a little Mexican food place. Okay. He ate a burrito, and I had some chicken. Oh, you had taco chicken today? Really funky. 
it wasn't tacos. It was like some kind of, it was just chicken with some kind of funky green creamy sauce. Interesting. Did you eat the sauce or did you leave the sauce? Well, the sauce was all smothered all over the top of chicken. So, yeah, I oh. had to eat it. Um, but it was made out of cream. It was made out of heavy cream. Oh, so it was so okay. It was allowed. It was so, kind of weird tasting. It wasn't That's all too that bad. great. I'm sorry. Much better. <laughs> well, you had an adventure. But. You learned about wild yeah, boar steak. Can you imagine, though? $84. There is a place before. in Banff, of all places, Banff. And they have, it's like a, it's like an exotic meat buffet. And they, they're only open certain days of the year. But you can eat all sorts of weird shit there, like alligator. And, of course, you can get things like buffalo and venison and moose and bear and, like, some kinds of wild cat. And you can eat all of this different stuff. And it's like, you pay one fee to go there. And it's just this wild meat buffet. It's really expensive. And I think it sounds disgusting, but interesting at the same time. Before we end this, did you know that your Jets have never been in a Game 7 before? Oh shit, they're totally screwed. Is that on right now? Yeah, it's on until tomorrow. It's on until Thursday. That's a long break. And it says, the title of the article says, Jets fired up to face Predators in franchise's first game They're going to win it all. They're going to win it all. Nashville's going down tomorrow. No, Nashville's going down Thursday. Thursday. Not tomorrow. Why is it Thursday? That's There's no games tonight or tomorrow at all. No, Doesn't make any sense that it's Thursday. It should have been Wednesday if it's every second day, but whatever. It's fine. Of course, you have to remember that the venues have other things going on, like circuses, concerts, etc. So it's hockey playoffs. Why. The venue should suck it. <laughs> they don't know that their team's going to get into the playoffs a year ago when they booked Yeah, concerts. I guess. Um... But was, that was the funny thing that the that the teacher of the class said today. He was like, okay, so um, tomorrow and Wednesday, we're going to cover tomorrow this. Wednesday. And everyone's like, everyone's like, huh? And he goes, why is everybody looking at me so weird? And everyone's like, because you said tomorrow and Wednesday, and tomorrow is Wednesday. That uh, shit's funny. Uh, anyway. Got anything else to add? One I don't more? think so. I mean, my day was basically the same as yesterday, minus the excursion to T-Mobile for the freaky dog bow tie, which, BT Dubs, I will post a picture of on Instagram later tonight for all of you to check out. The Instagram is awesome. Yogi's Podcast Network. No, what is it not. then? It's Yogi's underscore podcast underscore. Yeah, if network. you search Yogi's Podcast Network, you'll still find our Instagram because that's what the actual name of the account is. So both work. With no spaces? I don't know. I'm going to check. I just meant like with the spaces, like you were typing words Yogi's Podcast Network. Huh. Now that I've confused everybody. 
Well, that's why I'm confused because usually when you say my Instagram name is, right. you give them your Which Instagram. you can find at our Instagram account, yokies underscore podcast underscore network. Yep. Along with many other pictures of our cute dog. Well, two other pictures of our cute dog. <laughs> um, that'll be cute. Everybody yep. go check that out. And we're getting close to that 100th episode. So if you want to enter the contest, it's uh, info at yogispodcastnetwork.com. All you got to do is tell us your favorite nightly rant episode. And if you have one, a favorite nightly rant moment. And here's the, here's the rub. That enters you into the contest, wins some nice prizes, but it also... If your nightly rap moment is selected as one of the ones that we use, you'll get a $5 Starbucks gift card. That's awesome. I want a Starbucks gift card. You got one of those today, I know. T-Mobile was generous with us today. Sure were. Of course, you realize none of that stuff costs any money. Except maybe the swag. I mean, like, Starbucks paid for that because it's advertising. It's ingenious. The cross-promotion is ingenious. Drives me crazy when I think about it. I know. It's wonderful. Well, like, the bow ties didn't cost them anything either, I bet. So. Yeah, yeah. Someone paid for that somewhere. Exactly. All right, well, I'm glad you had a good day. And the dog is still alive. Yeah, I haven't alive. killed him yet. Mm. And the cats are still alive. Although on our FaceTime earlier, you failed to prove that to me. You only showed me that Parker Well, is the alive. fat one's hiding under the couch, and Olive is being pretentious. Well, you know Olive's being Olive. Though she did assault me during this podcast. When you go and listen to the replay, you'll be able to hear the moment where she pounced on my head and then jingled away. Like I said, Olive is being yep. Olive. Anyway, I think I'm ready All for night All right, night. then. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.